I just know as soon as I start the tape, the dog's going to start to bark. Why is it I can never remember what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm doing it here? Okay, take 87. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Yeah, it's just me, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking Pictures Podcast. I'm Todd Meisner. I want to apologize to all of our loyal listeners for the long time in between episodes. A lot of things have been happening, a lot of moving parts, and we just weren't able to get into the studio, and I apologize for that. That's my bad. But we're going to get uh, kind of heavy into this again. I've got, you know, I'm taping this episode right now, which is kind of a personal episode. We're going to tape an episode this afternoon, and I'm really excited about that episode. But uh, this is a really personal episode, so bear with me for a second. Uh, it will give you a little bit of an explanation as to one of the reasons why we've been off. And I want to thank my niece, Maureen, for sending me a text message the other day asking me where to find the podcast. And it really reminded me, boy, we I just... I, I got to get off the schneid. I got to. I got to get. I got to get to taping some episodes, even if it's just me. If I can't get everybody the the, the gang into the studio, I gotta. You know, I think the podcast really benefits from the cast of characters that have, that run through it. But uh, if we've got to just me interview somebody, then that that's just the way it's going to go. But we're going to uh, make a consistent effort to get people in the studio. Todd and I and um, get 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 the podcast back up and running on a more regular basis so you have that uh, to listen to as you're driving to your assignments on the Iowa caucuses or wherever you are we want to be able to entertain you and give you some conversation to listen to but I want to thank Maureen for sending me that text message which was she all she wanted to know is where to find the podcast but it really reminded me that I, I really need to get started and, and, and get back to it. So anyway, things have changed. And let me tell you why. About two months ago, my boss came to me and pitched the idea that I become the associate editor of the paper. And that's some pretty heavy stuff. I have always tried to lead in any way, shape, or form from any position that I have ever had. Be playing baseball or I try to lead and help people get better and get us to the finish line and... That's just the way I operate. So I was flattered and scared at the same time. So we talked about the parameters of the of the possible move. And then it was home to talk to my wife about it. And we talked long and hard. We contemplated not doing it. We contemplated doing it. And we tried to figure out 
where all the changes would be and the benefits and the negatives. And the negative is clearly obvious that after 30 years in the photo department, and even more so than that it, it, before my life here as a photojournalist, it's who I am. It's, it's I, my heart beats to the, to the, to the clicks of a camera. I, I, I don't, I think like a photojournalist, I walk and talk like a photojournalist. My shoulders are slumpy because I've been carrying camera bags for so long. But um, Matt saw something in me that um, I've always seen in myself um, and gave me the opportunity to do it. So we thought long and hard and there was some collateral, there'd be collateral damage no matter what we did. The least amount of collateral damage would be to do this. And it offered me an opportunity to experience something I've never experienced before and to learn things I've never learned before and lead from a completely different place and be in on decisions that need to be made. Um, nobody comes and gets the director of photography when they got to make decisions, but the, the associate editor gets to follow the associate managing editor in the room when the decisions are being made and, and, and I like being in that position. I think I have something to offer, but it was a very, 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 very hard decision because I was going to agree to flipping my life upside down, being uncomfortable in a new job and being taken out of the place where I was most comfortable. I mean, these were my people. Um, I grew up in the business next, standing next to Gary Crambeck in the dark room and then sitting next to Gary Crambeck when we had computers. And um, I've helped Meg get started and I brought Jessica here and the energy is, is just, that's what I fed off. I fed off these people's energy. And um, I think that I am uh a better photographer for having hired these young, energetic photojournalists because their energy inspired me to be, to have energy and to keep pushing the boundaries visually, uh, especially portraiture and, and storytelling. And so and to help them get better. And it was just, that was my vibe. That was what I thrived on. I loved my job. And I was agreeing to learn to love something new and add something, a new experience. So we ended up, we thought that the, 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 the benefits outweighed the negatives. So we agreed to uh, take the job. But then it was about a week before everybody found out. And so leading up to this decision or this announcement, I imagine my last week as director of photography was a lot like anybody who's retired from a job and knows they're going to retire. I wasn't retiring, but, you know, I was moving to a new position in the paper and I would, it was going to be a lot different. So I imagine people who retire think, oh, this is the last time I'm going to do this, and this is the last time I'm going to do this. But what it also made me realize was how lucky I was 
because I know a lot of men and women who have been laid off from their jobs in journalism, and they don't know that they're going to be laid off, and they get the call on a Monday or something, and they didn't get to think about what the last thing they did was. And I, I got to, I got to think about those kinds of things, and and um, though it was weird to to think about it that way, I, it did make me feel lucky, um, and I felt even more empathy for all my brethren who maybe didn't get that opportunity. Um, so I felt kind of lucky that I could, I could, you know, as I was moving out of the photo department, I could kind of think about what was going to happen. And I still, you know, I shot an assignment the other day that we needed shot on my way into work, but that's not my gig. My gig is to come in and be the associate editor. I, I'm way too busy with that to worry about. I mean, I guess if there's a fire down the street and there's nobody around, I'll run and go shoot it. But that's, you know, that's not my gig. But leading up to it, I thought about, you know, I, I ran on this, this, uh, a car, a woman had driven her car into a gross, a grocery store gas station. Run out the door with Graham, our new reporter, fresh-faced reporter. This was his first spot news thing. And I was super, super, super conscious of the fact that this might be my last spot news event as photo editor. And this was his first spot news event. But of course, I can't say anything about that. But I thought that was, I, I was thinking about that the whole time I was taking pictures. Got to make a great picture from this. Because this might be the last one for a while. Or at least it was the last one as director of photography. So Saturday, I send the staff, hey, you got to be Monday, got a big meeting. You got to be in the conference room by 10 o'clock. Everybody's, you know, responses was, you know, a little nervous. I told him, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. And everything will be fine. I, it, it, everything will be fine. Everything, you know, may be better than fine. And Monday came and I'm talking to people because they trickle in and they're like, hey, do you know what this is about? And I'm like, eh, you know, you know, you'll find out, you know, don't worry. Everybody sits at the conference room. You know, I I was I wasn't there when they made the announcement that the paper had been sold. So I didn't live through that. I was vacuuming my car at home on vacation with my phone on silent. So I don't know that I'd ever been in a meeting like that, like this before. Sitting in the middle of the table, Meg is to my left, Jess is across from me, Gary is to my right, I believe. And Matt announces, unfortunately, that um, two of our coworkers had lost their jobs. And then the announcement that I would be moving, I was being promoted to associate editor. And I, I'll tell you, folks, I looked directly at the piece of paper in front of me and I didn't have the guts to look up at Meg and Jess for a little bit. I didn't know if they were going to be mad at me. I didn't know what was going to happen. 
I certainly didn't expect the reaction that the the amount of love that I got from them. It was a dramatic change. I didn't see it coming. Nobody saw it coming. If you told me that they were going to come to me and offer to promote me to associate editor, I would have told you you were crazy. Even though I, you know, one of the reasons why I took the job was that photographers don't usually get this opportunity. It, it, it is not unprecedented, but it certainly isn't the norm. So I saw this as a great opportunity to bring a visual sensibility to, to this kind of position. But as I was sitting there, I, I glanced up at Meg and she had tears in her eyes. I peeked up at Jess and she had tears in her eyes. And strangely, their, their reaction made me realize that I had done a good job for a very long time. And that they really cared about me being their boss. And that was only reinforced a few days later when Meg posted this on her Facebook page. I asked her to read it for you. Monday morning, we were told that Todd Meisner, the Dispatch Argus Director of Photography and my boss for the last three and a half years, was promoted to Associate Editor, a position he most certainly deserves and will excel at. That being said, it's still hard to imagine not working directly under him in the photo department. Thank you so much for everything you did for me in my career, Mice. You took a chance on a kid with a theater degree, pink hair, and almost no experience. The opportunities you gave me and the countless hours you spent teaching me truly changed my entire life. I'll never stop being grateful, and I'll work as hard as I can every day to make you proud. As you can imagine, that meant the world to me, as did their reaction during the meeting. It certainly was upsetting to see them upset, and I didn't expect that reaction. So I reached over and quietly whispered to Meg that everything was going to be okay, and it will be okay. And they'll adjust to their new job as I adjust to my new job and everybody will get into a new rhythm and 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 we will move forward and they will take all the pictures and um, I will try to make sure we get great assignments to them and stories are always have great visuals with them because those photographers will run out and great, great Kevin will send them out to, to be successful in the assignments that they do. So moving forward, it's, 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 it's different. My world is upside down. I'm learning a new job. I'm rambling on a podcast in my basement, but it's, it's, it's made me realize that I always need a creative outlet. And I had, I was getting paid to, to be that kind of creative every day. And, uh, I mean, I'm still creative in my new job, but it's different. 
And the podcast is even more important to me now. So we're going to try to get your regular episodes as a commitment to that. But it's strange for me. I think that, that it didn't hit me until like the Thursday after the announcement. And I was sitting in my new desk 20 feet away from my old desk, which Meg is now sitting at. And Kevin comes into the office, says hello, and he has a little impromptu meeting with the three photographers. Now, the, Kevin is the photo editor or was the photo editor of the Quad City Times. He's now the photo editor for both papers. And we share a staff counting him of six. And that's really lucky in newspapers that are this size that we have that many talented photographers producing great visuals. So we've we've moved me into a position where I am more valuable and they will continue to take great pictures. But... Kevin has an impromptu meeting. I'm editing a story or arranging for something or doing something. And I can kind of hear only half hear what they're talking about. And all of a sudden it hit me that this was the first photo meeting in 30 years that I wasn't a part of. And that was hard. But each day, it's easier. Each day, everybody's getting used to it and and will be successful moving forward. But I tell you this very personal story because I want you to understand why we've been off. Because the podcast has been harder and harder to do. And now we're going to have to commit to doing it in kind of a different way. And I don't control their schedules anymore. So they really have to, to, you know, we'll have to find time for them to meet Todd and I to, 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 to an episode if, if they're going to participate. And I'd love to hear maybe down the line what they thought about this change. I mean, it's so new to them. Uh, you know, I hired Meg in what, 2015. She had pink hair didn't know which way was up, and now she's an award-winning photojournalist. I mean, talk about your amazing stories. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, you've if you've listened to the podcast since she started on this podcast, and actually we hired her, I announced her hiring or offered her job on the podcast. And if you go to Meg McLaughlin's Twitter feed, her pinned tweet is that day. And... I'm tagged in that. So I get notifications about that tweet like three, four times a week still. And I don't know when she posted it on the anniversary or something. And, you know, we brought Jess all the way from Arkansas or Arkansas. I apologize, Alabama. And, you know, she's brought a whole like really great vibe and to the to the newspaper but the podcast is separate from the newspaper it's not a property of the newspaper we work at the newspaper so we talk about our jobs as photojournalists but it isn't and and, and it, but it's not a product of the newspaper so we don't we need to find a way to 
to to to get them on the podcast as we move forward because I think they have a lot to say and I think their energy is fantastic and they um, bring a perspective a 26 year old perspective that I and Todd cannot bring and we're going to have guests that I think will bring a lot to it. I want to thank you for sitting through this very personal episode. I don't really like to do episodes by myself. I think the podcast thrives on the chemistry of the the cast of characters that wander through it. But I needed to do this podcast before we went and did any more podcast episodes because things are different. And we're going to embrace the change. Change is good. If you don't change, you die. So we will live on. Podcasts will be a little bit different. But I think it will still have the same vibe that is the reason why you tuned in in the first place. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. This is Todd signing off from the Basement Studio for now. Next week's episode, Phil Greer, formerly of the Chicago Tribune, and currently the photojournalist in residence at Southern Illinois University. It's a can't-miss episode. See you later. Bye-bye. Make sure you never miss a podcast by subscribing to the Talking Pictures podcast on iTunes, Podbean, or any place podcasts are distributed. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog at talkingpicturespodcast.blogspot.com. The Talking Pictures podcast is produced by Todd Meisner with help from Todd Welvert, Meg McLaughlin, Jessica Gallagher, and Gary Crambeck, with a special thanks to Laura Frames and Laura Anderson-Shaw.